Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Robots in Disguise podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm out of the impound. I'm David. That's right. We are, uh, this week we are covered in parking tickets. And there is a boot attached to all of our feet because we have been impounded. Oh no! I feel like this episode involves a lot more, like, illegal activity than most of them do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or explicit illegal activity. Yes. Like, interfering with law enforcement. <laughs> Directly interfering with law enforcement. <laughs> So this this first this is the thirty fifth episode of Robots in Disguise. First aired April sixteenth, twenty sixteen. Uh, written by Johnny Hartman. This is his first Transformer script, but he will go on to do several more uh, Robots in Disguise episodes. Okay. Oh, not a bad start. Looks like he got in with Hasbro because he also wrote a bunch of episodes of Power Rangers Beast Morphers and Power Rangers Dino uh, Fury. Did wait was that? Oh, all the weird names. I forget what order they're in. I thought Beast Morphers came well after this. I think? Yes. Wait. And then it looks like he is also signed on to write what appears to be a live-action remake of what I think is... Or, wait. Is Wicked City... Is that an anime? (gasps) Yes. What? (laughs) Yes, it's... uh, um, Oh, my goodness. That's... One of them that's... um, too lewd. Not safe for work. No. Are we talking like a ninja scroll kind of thing? Yes. Yeah, probably worse. Uh. Yeah, in some ways worse. Like, oh, oh, shit, is that the one with the perverted old man? It was I, on... I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah, that isn't a really narrow down. ...anime from that era with the perverted old man, had, but a specifically extra perverted old man. I had not... I'm sure I had heard of it back in the day, but I had not heard of it for quite a while, and it popped up on Pluto, and I was like, oh, I'll put this on. Oh, and then, yeah, like, that one. Oh, half an hour into no. it, I was like, they can show this on Pluto? <laughs> yeah, like... There's bits of it there that are good, that there's spider monsters and stuff that's fine, but the middle is... No, there's too much sexual assault. Yeah, there is... Also, there is... There's a live-action version, I think, from Hong Kong, that is less rapey? Absolutely unreasonable amount of sexual assault. <laughs> anyway, according yeah. to IMDB, he is working on some kind of as-yet-unreleased remake or something... So oh. starring Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, was maybe was it based on a manga? I don't know. The, the basic concept is cool. Yeah, the execution. But the execution is way too fucking dirty. Yeah, the execution just involves an excessive amount of explicit sexual assaults. <laughs> So yeah, that's going to be fun to see them. I mean, they could adapt it just fine. They could adapt it just fine with like, you know, not what? sexual assault. The sexual assault oh, I, is not vital to the plot. Apparently there was a, on NBC or no, ABC in 2015 there was a show called Wicked City. It oh. appears to be unrelated. Which was canceled. Uh, apparently I mean, it's not a bad title. It does involve, like, two L.A. cops, so that you might have started with the same idea and went way off and took out the monsters. I think I... It looks like it's a period piece that has that takes place in, like, 80s L.A. 
Yeah, that would be that would be Again, the anime. You could do Wicked City that way, uh, featuring Swim Fan's own Erica Christensen. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is. The it's also got that guy who played Ghost Rider. It's, I, Which one? I actually I I uh, started watching uh, the movie when it was on Pluto because it had like all of the usual early '90s dub actors. So I was like, "Hey, yeah. it's Richard Epcar and that guy, <laughs> and that other guy, you know, all those voices." Anyway, so yeah, that, yeah that, I of of all the anime from that era to remake, I wouldn't put that one high on the list. <laughs> <laughs> It's got yeah. potential to be a really good, interesting story if yeah. you took out the entirely not plot-driving sexual assault. Yes. Also, like, the basic setup is, like, guy in a suit, girl in a suit, transporting creepy old man. Yes. Like, it's a low budget to start with until you get to the monsters. Yes. I mean, so I guess you know, that, that, know. that Constantine show was a hit, so... Or, sorry, that, that Lucifer show was a hit, so they thought, like, I don't know, Supernatural, Procedural, we don't have one of those yeah. at the moment. Constantine was not no, a hit. No, Constantine was a non-hit. Which is a shame, it looked okay. Oh, what the... Wasn't there a Preacher show? Yes. Yes, there was. It had, uh, what's his name? As uh, It had uh, Howard Stark. Yes. Dominic... Dominic Cooper. Man. Yes, Dominic Cooper. Oh. My my brain froze there. And also uh, evil porcupine lady from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Uh, Ruth Nega. Ruth Nega, yes. Both, both of whom were in the Warcraft movie. And I think they were <laughs> married they were, or dating or something for a while. They huh. were married in the Warcraft movie. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I don't know about in real life, but I know they were married in the Warcraft movie. They were definitely an item. Also, uh, because I, I put on too much late night TV, I had the misfortune of discovering that Dominic Cooper was at some point uh, James Corden's roommate. Oh. Oh, so. that, 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 I, my sister was talking about that, how there was like a whole group of them that sort of hung out. It was Dominic Cooper, him, I think Benedict Cumberbatch... Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield ooh, and uh, Charlie Cox. Nice. Oh. I didn't know he was English. Is, yes. Isn't Charlie Cox much older? Or am I thinking of the wrong guy? You're thinking of maybe you're thinking of Chris Cooper. Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Oh, who the fuck was that? He's a really good lawyer. I mean, was Are you thinking of Brian Cox? Probably. Uh, like the 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 bad guy from X Men Two. Yeah. You'll find no answers that way, Wolverine! <laughs> well, not him specifically, but it was like a British guy of that level of old. Okay. Anyway, like, yeah, so other this episode. podcasts spend ten minutes having ads. We just go on digressions about yes. TV shows people have forgotten about. I like to think that that is a lot more interesting than ads, even though it makes us significantly yes. less money, by which I mean yes. zero money. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, God, there, there's one podcast I, I went back to. I, I listened to for years, and I stopped for various reasons. I think I remember why, because I kept getting more and more ads at the beginning. Yeah. Good podcast, but if I have to fast forward ten minutes, boy. I, I if It's the one we're thinking of. At least they play, like, music under the... Ads, so you know when to stop uh, skipping forward. 
No, no, no. Not the not the bad movie podcast. Oh, this okay. is another podcast. Oh, okay. I, I will say about how horrible Steven Seagal is. Of, uh, uh. of all the the significant quality of life changes that went from skipping from a a 1998 model car to a 2020 model car. The fact that I have buttons on my steering wheel that I can use to fast forward through the, through the commercials and podcasts, that's like the, <laughs> the most okay. life-changing thing. Yeah, that sounds good. Because the, the, the MP3 player I usually use doesn't have that. I have to hold the button down. I, there's no auto skip. It's on my yeah. steering wheel. I'm and on the other wheel, yeah. side is the cruise control. So occasionally when I, I really like to like turn like a I don't know hotel Yorba comes on and I want to jack up the volume I have to be careful because occasionally I will accidentally jack up the speed on my cruise control yeah if whenever I get a new vehicle mp3 controls are like top of the fucking list so good so good anyway (laughs) robots disguise So we open with uh, Bumblebee playing Urban Cowboy. Yes. So he says this guy is canine. Yes. Yeah, he like, is. Oh, He's more really of like was. a Saint Bernard than Steeljaw. Yeah, but yes. he's called Silver Hound, and he is not a hound. But because he's a, he's a in show, he's a remold of the Buffalo Kong. Right, uh, Terror Shock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just changed the head a bit and made him gray, and he doesn't really look like a dog. Yeah, he has I one sort of busted ear. I could say he's yeah. maybe uh, St. Bernardi. Mm. Kind of, like, if they made him a bear, maybe? I mean, if he's a, he should just, have, like, a little barrel of energon around his neck. Also, yeah. Silver oh. Hound is just sort of... We scribbled in a placeholder name we'll come back to later. It, yeah, or change, change his head more and made him like a bulldog, maybe? It sounds like uh, a model of pickup truck. <laughs> the new Dodge Silver Hound. Uh, or, or just an elderly version of Hound from G1. <laughs> He's a Silver Hound now. Of course, Hound always kind of sounds like an old man. Hmm. Yeah, kind of. And now he's John Goodman, or last time we well, saw yes. him in anything. Oh, anyway. yeah, yeah, Hound is a guy who's probably never going to come back, because now we got Bulkhead instead. Yeah, I guess that's true. And also, you know, Hound was always kind of a weird name for... A Jeep? Now that we have actual guys who turn into animals. He was kind of a tracker, so... Yeah, I guess. Worked. I mean, it wasn't a great name, but it worked. Yeah. Anyway, so... uh so yeah, Bumblebee is riding Silverhound. He's uh, call. They're they're at the carnival. Well, and, outside uh, of a carnival, yeah. in a parking lot. Yes, a mostly empty parking mm-hmm. lot. And so, Fix It radios in and says, uh, "Yeah, this is uh, the Silverhound. He was an enforcer for Thunderhoof, and also, I guess somebody shot him in the ear once. And he's probably mad about that. <laughs> always, always bad." So Bumblebee gets hucked into Strongarm, and Grimlock decides to Leroy Jenkins his way into this fight. 
Well, Grimlock has been on the sidelines, like yeah, he's in the kind of doing the pee pee dance. Like he mm. really needs to get in there, and he can't get in there, but he really needs to get in there. So he finally decides he's doing it. He's going to run. He's going to do it. Yes, that is a mistake. Mm. Because he probably gets hucked into the carnival uh, right in front of a bunch of humans who see this giant talking robot dinosaur. Which, okay, he gets hucked over a fence into the carnival. Not that far into the carnival. No. These people inside the carnival did not hear a fight with gunshots in the parking lot. That tilt world is playing the super hits of the 80s really loud. Carnivals are (laughs) super loud. Also, this this made me... uh, as a, a a brief another digression, this just made me really think about the uh, the thing with Skyrim about how like if you commit a crime and someone else sees you and then you can kill them and then like no one knows you committed the crime but you can't kill kids uh. and so if a kid sees you commit a crime so there are mods out there to let you kill kids. And people were like, oh my god, you made a mod so that you could kill kids. And it's like, okay, I didn't want my bounty to go up. The fact that you can't <laughs> kill kids actually causes problems with the whole... Mechanics of the rest of the game. Yes, also all the kids in Skyrim are super obnoxious. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, can't you, like, trap them in houses, though, or something? There was some exploit where you could, like... You know, do probably, something with the children without killing them. So they can't go tell a guard, and so then yeah. you don't have a bounty on your head. So yeah, when I, I saw that. that it was just a bunch of kids who saw him, I was like, oh, kids witnessed you commit the crime, and you can't kill the kids, so you're in trouble now. Yeah, it's like almost everybody we see in the panning shot is a small child. It's like, we haven't seen this many children in this show, period. So, uh, it is strong arm to the rescue as she just shoots Silverhound, stops him, and, and then, uh, just drives into the, uh, the carnival saying, hey, look, uh, kids, it's one of the Marvel, one of the marvels of our new If Dinosaurs Could Speak exhibit. Opening tomorrow. They really need to be, they need to have more of a, like, Griffin Rock kind of environment to be doing things in because, you know, they constantly have robot dinosaurs and stuff, but sadly, Crown City does not seem to have quite the same level of rampant mad science going on, so he just has to be... He he calls himself a handsome dinosaur. It's okay, everybody. We're just promoting the 23rd anniversary of We're Back, a dinosaur story. Yes! Speaking of John Goodman... (laughs) <laughs> oh, this, this show would be so much easier on them if they actually worked Griffin Rock into this continuity <laughs> properly. It's well, like, oh, well, we're just exports from Griffin Rock. We are new uh, robots that help in law enforcement. Well, put a pin in that. Yeah. Well, I, I know there's crossovers the other way. Griffin Rock is going to be mentioned in this show eventually. Good. What? Cool, but what? Yeah. Uh, I, it'll be interesting to see how the episodes line up, as I'm not exactly sure how we are with the time frame. So a character may end up making their second appearance. Uh, well, they're definitely going to, because we, we've already out... Like, uh, no, yes, we're... 
further along than we are in Rescue Bots because Rescue Bots skipped like two years and then did a consistent run for a while. Right. Now, there's, there's a character who first appears in Rescue Bots and then later appears on Robots in Disguise, but I'm not sure which we'll get to first. Ah. Because we... It, it's not until next season. Okay, but wait. Are, are we taking a break in between with the short season or are we doing the whole... Se- I forget. That's a good was. question. Uh, we haven't decided yet, so we will find out. Uh, listeners, write in. Tell us what you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> tell us so, if it matters all that much. Well, there, so, are, there are a lot of seasons of Rescue Bots we have to get through. Yes. So mm-hmm. we, we get back to uh, we get back to the junkyard, and we've got Silverhand in a pod, and uh, it turns out, we Grimlock, we can't take you anywhere. <laughs> oh. <sighs> he just he's wants grounded. to smash stuff. He does want to smash stuff, but he's also like, you know, Grimlock, when all of us got to Earth, we all picked different, uh, you know, Vehicle modes to blend in. Maybe you could have taken something that wasn't a robot dinosaur. Well, he didn't choose yeah, to be a robot dinosaur. Oh man, now we get into the whole thing with like the the Decepticons who have like a furry mode and a vehicle mode, and then the Decepticons who have an animal mode and a robot mode, like well, Filch. Yeah, Filch. There was the other Dinobot. I forget his name. Uh, he was like an ankylosaur. Oh, uh, Scowl, um, I think? Something yeah. like I think that. It's either, um, it's either Scowl or Scorn. I think Scowl. Did the, did the bat have an old mode? The bat had one that we never saw. Okay. But you later saw it in the Tiny Titan. Oh, but but, but was it a vehicle or was it a bat, more it was, bat? It, it, was a, it, was a, it was a robot. So he went from robot oh. to bat. Ah. Okay, so, yeah, so he's, so there have been a couple guys, but it, they are odd in this show. Yes, and then you've got a lo- and, and then you've got guys who go from vehicle to furry. Yes, yeah. which is the preferred. Like the previously better. mentioned Steeljaw, the fun guys. It and does kind of work better as far as like guy. actually being able to be in disguise. Yes, lobster guy. Yes. So I sent my sister. Did I mention this? How I sent? I was talking to my sister about how there was a series of Transformers that were entirely furries. Uh, and um, and I, I we did that on podcast. Tried introducing her to Steeljaw, and I found a YouTube thing, and I, I sent her pictures. I was like, and here's this guy, this Thunderhoof guy, and and she was. I sent her this video of like Steeljaw, just entirely clips of Steeljaw that people like to put together for YouTube. And I hadn't expected her to, like, watch much of it, but apparently she watched enough of it that she got to a point where she just texts me back with, Crab! (laughs) (laughs) Crab, indeed. Yes. Crab. Reject modernity, embrace crab. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, Grimlock is just going to have to stay at base, doing target practice, and it's just going to be B and strong arm on missions, because he's just too hard to explain away to the public. <sighs> Poor And guy. unfortunately, there is a mission that's coming right up, because somebody has been graffitiing the logo uh, for Quillfire's Revolution Yay! all over the city, while also stealing auto parts. I'm looking forward to discovering how these auto parts are used in interstellar spacecraft. 
Which I guess yeah. they never actually, I don't think they ever actually explain in the episode, but... No, but he's stealing, like, hundreds of, like, carburetors or yeah, something. Yeah, he's, he's just Everything, ripping off uh, Midas like, and, uh, and what have you. It's like there's a low-key thing going on in the background, like season two of Prime, where they're all hunting for stuff, mm. except there's just this low-key subplot about the Decepticons stealing things to build the spaceship. Yes. But what you mm. actually... It's never called out. It's just, hey, there's this guy and he's stealing things. You can mm. use those things to make a spaceship. Yes. So yeah, B and Strong Armor heading out. Uh, Grimlock is going to have to stay back and fix it. But fix it is, you know, he is being very helpful, and he wants to Grimlock to come up. With, he wants to help Grimlock come up with a disguise, so also, that he can. Grimlock makes some comment because he's, you know, doing doing smashing stuff, and he complains about how he'll just go back to target practice. He'll be all set, and if, if he ever gets attacked by barrels, yes, I was like, well, if you're a Donkey Kong. <laughs> then you get attacked by barrels. Anyway, I'm just saying barrels are not an entirely non-offensive weapon. So he is not very interested in these disguises, but Fixit does come up with something that uh, catches his interest. Yes, he is going to disguise him as a crane. Yes. We Which, you will like, see. Wait. Fixed, have you seen the other robots in disguise? <laughs> that are like yeah, normal. This may be a direct reference to uh, Grimlock from the anime Robots in Disguise, who was yes. a, a green steam shovel of some sort. Ah, One of that's the right. I, team. I, I always forget that exists unless I need to bring up how there's an entire Transformers series, the rights to which the English, or the, the rights to the English language version are just, who knows? Who yeah. knows who has those rights? Didn't they belong to Saban at one point? They yeah, did, they, they originally belonged so, to Saban. So Hasbro should have gotten it, maybe, when they got Power Rangers? Also, Possibly. speaking of Saban and conversations with my sister, uh, who who is just a slightly lower key version of me, she's not like <laughs> super normie. Uh, I think it was it was either when I brought up this or when I brought up kid video uh, that I was talking about copyright complications, and she was looking at it on Wikipedia, and she was like, "Oh no!" And then Disney got involved <sighs> because she knows that if Disney gets involved. <laughs> That yeah, just like, makes things so much worse. Because Saban sold a bunch of stuff to Disney. But mostly the Power Rangers did they did to get robots in disguise and other shit. And if so, did robot would Disney have kept robots in disguise for no reason? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Is much like Kid Video. <laughs> well, Kid no Video one... is like you, you got music rights. That's more complicated. Well, they have enough of their own music to release but an for album some reason, in Israel. <laughs> robots in disguises complicated for no reason. Well, that's the thing, is that I don't know if there is... I mean, I'm sure someone has a record somewhere of what Saban got back, but it doesn't seem to be public knowledge what they got Uh, back from Disney. I mean, that was just just sort of on the cusp of companies realizing that, oh, right, this media might be valuable in the future, and we should keep it around. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it, it it's very weird what is and is like like I want more Super Sentai DVDs legally, <laughs> and yet we're not getting them since Hasbro got the rights to Power Rangers. They Shout Factory stopped putting out the more seasons, oh, and there's a, no reason why. That's a pain other in the butt. Hasbro bought them. The, the only guess you would is think like that Hasbro would. It's probably you know, it's just not out. worth it to Hasbro to put them out. But it's like, but but I want more. <laughs> I, I, will, I will buy them. This stuff kills me. It hurts me. I want, I want media preservation. It, it's mostly annoying because they started going backwards to the stuff before Power Rangers, the stuff I really want, <laughs> that I have downloaded all of. <laughs> yes. But I would like to legally own it, guys. <laughs> but yes, I, I had- will give you money for Mask Man and Live Man. <laughs> I had forgotten that at one point Grimlock was a big green. Yes. Because well, he was just like one of three guys who hung out with the kid that was the leader of those what the build build drums? The, the, the build, build team who formed build. Landfill. Uh they were Wedge, Hightower, and Heavy Load, I think. Something I don't know. The, the, the youngest one was the one that became the torso, and the rest yes. of them just became. Well, they, it's kind of a really neat toy. Yeah, they could rotate I have around. To construct a con-colored version the of it. Grimlock is a real pain. Yes, he's way more complicated than he needs to be. Yeah, he only works like as the arms and the combined emotes. Yes. he's he's neat, he's, but yeah, he's he's a little too complicated for that time. Mm. Which admittedly means he's comparable to now shit. Yes. I was going to say, that entire series was kind of like that, though, except for the well, spy yes. changers. Well, yes. Well, and, and all the bad guys who were just upgrades of previous toys with new paint jobs. Except yes. for Megatron slash Gigatron, who was yes. ridiculous. Also, too complex. Who is kind of a real, this has ten modes, because we say it has ten modes. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, they gave it more, it ended up a mammoth head or some shit. Submarine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and Jen, you, you, I remember you telling the story about the, the, the best toy of that line, which was like, oh, it's just the Combaticons again. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited because, like, I hadn't, it's, you know, sometimes you know something on an intellectual level, but you don't know yes. it on an emotional level. Until so you have it in your hands and you're done with it, it's like, oh. It's just the Combaticons again. I mean, the Combaticons are fine. Oh, the gun combines now. I drove 15 miles through the D.C. suburban sprawl in the snow to find these toys and at an out-of-the-way Walmart, and they were just the Combaticons. I mean, they're nice-colored Combaticons. Granted, like most colors, the Combaticons have had have been good. G2 is still the best, probably. Yes. He's got <laughs> blast off has purple camo, so you can't see him in space. Yeah, and somehow that's better than maroon and brown. <laughs> well, then again, I guess space rocks are brown, but um, I never understood why blast off was that color. Anyway, yes, th- this episode where were we? Are we at the minicons yet? No. So <gasps> they uh, so Bumblebee and Stronger bust into Quillfire. Uh, who is raiding a Midas or something, and he's seemingly <laughs> talking to himself, but he is, in fact, actually talking to back and forth. Uh, oh, that 
after they were, they aren't named in the episode, and I didn't bother they to look are. it up. I think he, but yes, he says, yeah, he calls them back they're, and forth. They're named I in a so. way that is a play, like, he says it in a way where you could easily have interpreted it as being something else. Yes. Oh, in other words, it's a welcome to the dark side. Yes. Yes. So, back is the weird little, like, four-legged uh, spider tick guy. Oh, I love he, these two guys. He has a toy. Fourth is, like, a blue dragon thing. Sort and of he, like a lizard salamander he, thing. Yeah, he does not have a toy. Aww. And uh, they have magnetic powers. Back uh, uh, repels things, and fourth attracts them. They're so good. Or the other way around. And oh, wait, also- no, sorry. Yeah, back attracts, fourth repels. So we're back to the uh, more of the the munchkin sounding gremlin. Yes. Yeah, they're they're making yeah. Yeah. there's someone doing Frank Welkery noises. Yes. It's uh, it's Eric Bowser. Ah, uh, also the voice of Drift. Nice. I guess Drift is elsewhere, so they're giving him a little work. And yes, uh, I mean it. And uh, they seem to be all for. I mean, it's it's hard to say because he can seemingly understand their goblin speak. Yes. But uh, he, he's like uh, like an old Bernie Sanders esque uh, socialist, and these are like <laughs> two uh, you know dirtbag leftists with a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Except their podcast is just an hour of them making gremlin noises. <laughs> so good! They're so cute, though they they are adorable. Bacco Fourth House. It is, that's, that's another interesting theme that doesn't really get drawn attention to in this season, is mm. existing bad guys suddenly having many con buddies. Yes. Apparently all Transformers can be compatible with Minicons somehow. I mean, I guess they just had a whole bunch of them on Decepticon Island. I mm. guess, if they were hanging out. They and, know uh, many cons yeah, hey. decided they wanted to be Decepticons. Hey, Quillfire, take these two weird goblins out with you. <laughs> take these podcasters with you. They're like, when are we going to hit a, a Decepticon who's a podcaster? Uh, I mean, we've already got a Ghostbusters movie with a character named Podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Trying so hard. Except, it, I mean, if we still got, like, character bios on packages, I think we would have, except he would call it a Botcast. Yes. Yeah. There must be a bot bot who has like a podcast. Yeah, there's got to be one on the microphone oh. or on the new show. I, I and I I need to discuss this at the end of the episode. I need to take a brief moment to 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 talk about bot bots. Uh, yeah. There, uh, FOMO. Uh, he doesn't have a podcast, but he does run a like TikTok style yes video yes. thing on the Ooh, like. Yes. TikTok. Big video signs in the mall. Yes. Oh, that's oh, that would be weird if we skip entirely over podcasts and just go to TikToker uh, bots. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the kids don't listen to podcasts anymore. I guess, but but it kind of sucks. We've been through a few series where oh, it would have been nice. Well, we I have a few series where nobody kids ever listen to podcasts. Yeah, that's true. I don't know the kids. Well, ever kind of. well you got your YouTube's. Ooh, ooh, Autobot VTuber. <laughs> that would actually force me to figure out what a VTuber is. Oh, oh! If, if still comic, haven't. Well, if James Roberts was still writing the comic, I, I figured that would have showed up at some point. The uh, new uh, co- has, 
Wait, oh no, when when is the reboot of the comic that's switching back to Marvel? Is it? Uh, I heard that it was Skybound, which I think is Robert Kirkman's thing, which might oh. be Image. Mm-hmm. We'll find out soon enough. I don't know that anything's been announced for sure. Probably. Not. Hey. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, when when the current series ends, I might just stop with comic books altogether. Ah. I have to I'm keep going to the anybody. comic book shop. The guy who runs the comic book shop adopted one of my kittens. I have Ooh. to did, get up. Did he give it, like, a comics name? I think he, I think the kid was going to end up actually naming her Phoenix. Nice. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I mean, I, I like my comic book shop. I'm just not reading. The uh, mm-hmm. so he he was. Uh, I mean, she is function. You know, as a parent. I mean, none of us know anything about as a parent. No. But technically, you are adopting. But it may be for one of your kids functionally. Mm. Right. Uh, but uh, the kid's brother uh, also already had a cat named Felicia. Ah. <laughs> and listen, if you want to hear me say Felicia in a hilarious accent, tune into this <laughs> month's Patreon episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get there. Uh, and remember, that is one dollar a month or one unit of plasma. <laughs> Give me plasma but, over the internet, and I will use it Unfortunately, I will be extracting through the gross suckers on my hands. <sighs> anyway, this Wait, episode, so... Donate uh, plasma! Yes. That's, it's desperately in need, actually. So, yeah, the... Uh, so, back and forth quickly allow... Uh, you know, they put up, like, a magnetic barrier uh, between uh, Strongarm and Quillify, because we are the future, Charles, not them! <laughs> <laughs> and Bumblebee is stuck in traffic. Yes. Bumblebee and Strongarm, not, they can't get there. Also, I noticed that at one point, like, Quillfire is definitely treating the Minicons like children. Yes. And I know we've definitely gone back to, like, whether Minicons are, like, an actual stage of the Transformer life cycle or what the deal is there. But he does say something about them being the next generation. Yes. I, I yeah, just, he was very much like, when you grow up. Yes. <laughs> Without saying that. Although, that doesn't leave the questions. question, like, is Fix-It going to pupate or something? <laughs> I don't... I think he's wrong, possibly. Like, I mean, Quillfire is clearly somewhat delusional. He is delusional, yes. That's Most Minicons seem like they're going to stay Minicons because they're Minicons. Like, classic Minicons. But sometimes you wonder, like, the, the, the little guys hanging with Drift. Like, it's like, yes. are they going to be forever Minicons? They, they act like... Just normal Autobots. Yeah. Just small. They could just happen to be young, and that doesn't have anything to do with them being minicons. But, mm. yeah, it's, it's not clear. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. So a, a car chase ensues when B finally gets there. And so Quillfire does end. There's a pretty cool car chase that ensues here. Quillfire has to yeah. dump most of his car parts, which he refers to as the tools of the revolution. I uh, and dump yes. his mini cons. Yeah, I continue to love Quillfire. He's uh, uh, it's Andy Milder, who's the voice actor, who's also in that first Transformers movie. Oh, nice. Oh, I mean, I I kind of wish he was a little bit crazier. Like, oh, that uh, the bomber guy from Batman Beyond. Oh, I was uh, thinking the bomber guy from The Tick. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> the, the Midnight Bomber. What bombs are made? But I would also take like a deranged robotic Henry Rollins. 
Yeah. Quillfire <laughs> like, could be a little bit more deranged. There's too much information, man. You gotta blow it up. <laughs> the problem is, he seems normal next to the frog who's obsessed with Doradus. Well, yes. Springload is super wacky. Anyway, anyway so, yeah, so he, he eventually does shoot his quills. And they end up and, full of uh, quills and just paralyzed. So they end up towed away by the cops, put in an impound lot, and... Uh, well, the, the cops aren't usually the ones towing people. Well, yes. I, I guess not necessarily the cops, the parking enforcement. Yeah. Which, is, which is interesting, because you would think if they found an abandoned police vehicle, they would turn it into the cops. You would think they would ask yes. the cops about that first, but... Well, it's entirely impossible, like, well, well, we found it in the road, it's broke, we have to bring it to the impound yard before we call the cops in the morning. Maybe they assume that this is a bluesmobile situation? <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. Well, yeah, it, it's like, uh, it doesn't match anything in our system. we got to put it in the impound. But anyway, yes, they're in the impound with the boot! Yes. Yes, they got uh, booted. Strong Arm is so not okay with this. She is despondent. No one should be. The boot is one of the worst things ever designed by man. Well, yes, but also she's just very... I mean, she's Strong Arm. This is where criminals end up, which we'll uh, we'll uh, get to in just a moment. Yes. Uh, Also, she should be able to flex out of it. (laughs) Well, it probably spot. doesn't help that she's also still full of quills. Yes. Yes. But this really makes me think of uh, the city of New York versus Homer Simpson. <laughs> yes. Uh, in which Homer drives through New York with a boot on his car before taking it off with a uh, jackhammer. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Your car has been impounded by Officer Mike Krasowski. <laughs> Great episode. Wait, isn't that the one-eyed guy from Monsters, Inc.? Uh, that's Mike Wazowski. Oh. Uh, Billy Crystal. Crystal. Is Monsters, Inc. a reference to The Simpsons? I, I don't think. I, 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 I think I may have misremembered that name, but the, the gag is that it all it's the recording is just it's Officer Mike, and then it's some extremely like Polish-sounding last name. Hmm. Well, it's in New York. So yeah. And, Polish uh, or Italian, Jewish, there's so many Irish. names in New York. I'm speaking again of John Goodman. He's, uh, he's the other guy in Monsters, Inc. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sully? Yes, I, I want to say Sullenberger, but that's definitely the Miracle on the Hudson guy and not the Big Blue Monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a movie I haven't seen in a while. Anyway, so uh, so they, they call into base, and obviously the easy solution is to get um, is to get our human pals to save them, but they don't have proof of ownership. And they really need to just have gotten them registered. Just yes. fake a VIN, get, fix it to, I don't know, call up Raf. Call up Raf and get him to hack the VIN registry <laughs> to add a handful of numbers and oh. just have them registered to some helpful humans just in case of this kind of situation. Or they need something like... uh like the the fake business card making machine that uh, Jim Rockford had in his car on the Rockford Files. Yes. <laughs> as uh, Denny strikes me as a guy who has seen every episode of the Rockford Files. <laughs> he owns every episode on VHS. Absolutely. No, it never came out on VHS. Yes. That's probably his ringtone. 
da 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 Shit, now, oh, oh, I need a ringtone on my new phone. Is it going to be the Rockford Files theme? It might be now. Oh, I need I to find it. set mine to the kid video theme. <laughs> now that I have that on MP3. Anyway, so uh, so it is now time for disguises. So they, so they head out disguised as Stan and Bud from Crown City Repo. <laughs> yes. And this is the point, like I was saying, they they need to like this seems more illegal than you. Yeah, no, this is this is extremely illegal. Because <laughs> and they can't get in because they don't have a work order. But meanwhile, Grimlock is that he's also gonna go and he kits himself out as indeed this hilarious dinosaur crane. I like that he declares that he's getting dressed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and He's got, like, sort of a car body around him while he's in dinosaur mode, whilst a crane with a face painted on it disguises his dinosaur body. And it's not actually motorized. He's just using his legs Flintstone, Fred Flintstone style. (laughs) Yeah. But but since there are wheels on the base, it it will roll. Yes. I mean, once he has momentum going, and it does not have brakes, as we find out later. Well, it it, it does, uh, it's it's appropriate because it does look like this thing should be working for Mr. Slate. (laughs) It's a living. It's adorable. I love the little face. So, yeah. so, of course, Bumblebee and Strong were getting impatient because they're stuck in there with common criminals. <laughs> yes, and pan over to... It's fucking Knockout. Why is Knockout's model there? It is absolutely Knockout. <laughs> it even has, like, the same decaling and everything. Yes. <laughs> Way more detailed than any other car in there, including the main characters. I mean, is it a gag, or is... It absolutely raises a lot of questions. <laughs> It is definitely a gag, but it is also a weird gag since, as we left Knockout, he is an Autobot now. But that doesn't mean he's yes, not a criminal. Yes, and he is I mean, one of the few characters from Prime who does not appear in the show. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't make that doesn't mean he's not a criminal. It just means he's not a deceptive. Well, yes. I mean, she considers Sideswipe a criminal. Yes, and while we definitely get to uh, another Autobot criminal later in the show. Hmm. But yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I choose to believe that that's actually knockout, and he's just like, "Don't blow my cover." <laughs> yeah. Oh, like seeing knockout and strong arm interact would be really fun. They, yes. I'm guessing they probably didn't in the comic book that happened, which I I, I don't think knockout comes back in that. No, I, I know, like. RC and some of the others show. Yeah, up, she meets the others. She's uh, extremely fangirled out to see them. Yes. So we must uh, cause problems. So yeah, so uh, they sneak in via a car that's being towed in, and uh, whilst uh, whilst whilst, uh, whilst uh, uh, Denny is getting the boot off with a bunch of fix its tools. Uh, Again, Denny, extremely illegal. Extremely illegal. Uh, Russell is pulling off some Mission Impossible shenanigans, completely some Mission Impossible type music, uh, with car mirrors to deflect some lasers. Oh, what the fuck? 
car boots in some form date back to the 1920s? I mean, it makes wow. I mean, it's, it's a pretty simple technology, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, but I'm just kind of shocked. It's been there since, like, the car started. Uh, known as the uh, the Denver boot. <laughs> oh, that's... Ouch. Horrible freaking thing. No. Have you, have you had a car booted? You, you sound like no, you're speaking I, from experience here. I've only ever had a ticket once, and that pissed me off so much. <laughs> I've never had the boot. I just need to, like... Maybe it's the Jersey boy in me, and... and, and just I upsets. want to support the mafia, and I don't want to hate the boot. <laughs> it upsets you on a visceral level. It does. It hurts the car. I don't like it when things hurt cars. Actually, wait, did I know someone in college who got the boot? Maybe that's why I hate it. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of The Simpsons again with that episode where uh, Bart goes to Australia <laughs> uh, to get the boot. <laughs> what? Okay, maybe I've forgotten that one episode. It's uh, I, I see you have I see you played Knifey Spoony before. Okay, I remember <laughs> that part. I, I guess, wow, I need to rewatch Early Simpsons. Apparently, everybody Same. can rewatch Early Simpsons. Anyway, hmm. so they get out via laser mirror shenanigans, and they pick up a silent alarm at a at a nearby at a a another nearby auto parts store. They absolutely destroy a camera at this impound lot. And uh, as as they are leaving, Bumblebee says that they would make excellent Decepticons. Yes. Well, yes, because like d- destroying a camera, surveillance camera, tricking guards, escaping so detention, illegal. Destroying pop, uh, the boot. <laughs> so many crimes. So much crime. And then then shutting off the signal of the silent alarm. Yeah, interfering with police operations. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, there's a silent alarm. So yeah, Grimlock is headed to the. Uh, he's headed out. He is uh, made made up his own theme song. Yes, <laughs> that's the most important part. And also, notably, uh, Fixit is posing as his operator, and at one point has to get on the intercom saying, "Don't be alarmed, citizens. He is a a special crane designed to uh, to build schools because he." Because kids love dinosaurs. I mean, children do love dinosaurs. No you, lie you, you detected the, there. You tell it like Fixit has planned this all out. He's conduct, constructed this elaborate backstory for why this crane would be a dinosaur. Yes. He is ready. He is ready for this mission. <laughs> and uh, based on knowledge of humans, he's picked up solely from uh, Russell, Denny, and probably also watching TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So anyway, Grimlock gets to this uh, this Midas or whatever first, and uh, this this Bell tire, whatever it is they have around there. <laughs> whatever it is they have in Crown City. Bell tire. Well, yeah, it'd be it'd be a knockoff. It'd be like the Pepper Boys or something. <laughs> Crown tire would be a good name. Oh yeah, for an auto shop. Triple A M C O. Uh, and, and of course, Crown, uh, of course, Crown City is also the city that invented those uh, crown-shaped air fresheners. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, so Grimlock gets there first, but uh, this disguise, while apparently effective, is not so effective in combat, and he just falls over. <laughs> Oops. And then he almost gets magnetized until Fixit just hucks some uh, some nuts and bolts at the minicons. So, uh, so. 
chaos ensues. Bumblebee and Strongarm get there. Bumblebee is all WTF are you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) But he is managed to convince by the fact that they apparently passed by him and did not notice him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Bumblebee's a little flustered by that, but he concedes the point. Okay. So they, uh, they get to this truck stop where, uh, where they, they defeat the Minicons. Bumblebee, uh. Poor bees. Yeah, he, he has back attract like a ton of stuff that just buries him in like scrap parts. And then Forth tries to attract a bus or try, tries to move a bus and it's just too big. So he just keels over. But then, Ryan. and then Strong would be just like drive into a hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they still can't transform; they're still yes. kind of out of it. Yes. So yeah, he they just get on the other side of like a stairwell in the middle of the floor, and they just drive right into it. Yes. And so it is probably up- not used to trying to fight in vehicle mode. And so it is up to Grimlock who. Manages to get Quillfire Ghost Rider style by grabbing him with this big hook on a chain and just like <laughs> swinging him around. So the bad guys are defeated. La Revolution is over, and uh, Quillfire asks if his revolution is cursed. Yes. Oh, and uh, notably, he uh, mentions earlier that uh, he has to get back to the island, which is the Autobots' first indication that the Decepticons are on an island. Yes. A Decepticon island. A clue. We're we're heading back. A family notices Grimlock, but instead of being, uh, instead of easily seeing through his disguise, the kid with them is just happy to see the dinosaur crane. (laughs) He starts singing Grimlock's little song. Being Dino Crane. Dino Crane. Dino crane, do 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 do. Dino crane. <laughs> no, not that at all. <laughs> and that is the episode. This this was a pretty yes. fun one. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good for uh, someone's first episode. Well, like I said, I I feel like there's a lot more like <laughs> flagrant illegal activity on the part of Denny and Russell than <laughs> usual. I think maybe uh, Russell's mom might want to check in what they're up to uh, whenever she gets back from her peace conference. Don't do this at uh, home, kids. No. I, I absolutely LOL'd. Absolutely guffawed a little bit at seeing Knockout there. Yes. Yeah. It, it was weird. And, uh, you know, I, it has been pretty glaring that Grimlock is there because Dinobots are cool, but uh, somewhat impractical for a show that is called Robots in Disguise. Yes. Yeah, like, you really should have a third mode. And I can't... Like, there was never an occasion in Generation 1 where the Dinobots had to disguise themselves, was there? Not really, no. but in Generation... But then again, they spent most of their time in the desert. Or in uh, or in uh, the Ark's closet. Yeah, or on Dino... Or the Savage Or on Island. Dinobot Island. Yes. Which... Yeah, the thing is, they didn't... 
pushed. I mean, as we saw in Triple Takeover, they didn't really get too bent out of shape about staying in disguise no. past the first yeah. like five minutes they were there. The robots in disguise was not a thing there. No, no. it was the tagline. Having, it was a thing that came up in the comics sometimes, but not in the cartoon. It was movie. very, very much a thing in the comics until the comics really stopped doing as much with Earth. Yes, uh, for for the first big chunk of time, I say having been publicly on Twitter uh, rereading a bunch of the original Marvel comics and it's kind of amazing how like Skids gets more characterization than characters you think of as being the big G1 84-85 characters hmm. uh, but uh, but yeah being in disguise is a pretty significant thing because it's not really and they, that's all plot with robot masters they're like we can't let people know that these robots are like aliens so we're going to pretend that they're just some crazy guys thing so yeah they for for a series about being that plays up being in disguise so much he's not very well suited for doing a lot poor guy poor dude Speaking of being in disguise, shall I shall I have my my tangent briefly? Okay. Yes. So I have now watched BotBots twice. Okay. <laughs> because it is very enjoyable, and I just want to tell people that it it is a lot of fun. Uh, it definitely focuses a great deal on staying hidden and staying in disguise. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of people are like, I don't know if I should bother watching this. Uh, you should definitely bother watching it. It's super fun. Oh, I, I have not quite finished it yet, but it's very enjoyable. Yes. I have not started it, but isn't there like a hamburger that's basically Starscream? Uh, I mean, he's well, he's Starscream hot himself. rod. Yeah, uh, oh. or like an animated bumblebee. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, he's, he's the main character, I mean, but he's also kind of a dick. Yes. <laughs> he's the main character, but he's also super full of himself. Yes. And also full of uh, cholesterol. <laughs> beef. But no, it's full of beef. I mean, it. You know, we've got a Transformer show for the first time in ages. Well, I guess really since Robots in Disguise and Rescue Bots, where. You know, there's a sense of humor. People are making, you know, references to obscure pop culture. Yes. There's enjoyable voice acting. Yeah, there's there's songs. Songs? What? Yep. Why did... There's so many songs. They can afford songs? I know, well, right? Well, I mean, not like licensed songs, like songs that they made up for the show. Afford to make yes. songs, something we've complained about in this show. Well, yes. that's true. I thought about that because uh, when I watched it, we had just done uh, the episode with Rear Axle. And if it had been done by this group, there absolutely would have been some some real songs. And they would have been great. Hmm. So, yeah, if if you're on the fence about watching BotBots, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. It actually has some continuity to it. Uh, you know, characters actually develop. Uh, there was someone who was, I, I saw someone on Twitter who was very excited about, uh, some K 
characters being friends in an early episode and they were like, oh, don't tell me if they never like acknowledge this ever again it's like no they they acknowledge that these characters are now friends yes in later episodes so it's like it's it's good and it's maybe smarter than i expected and it you know has more of that sort of thing that it's not like it's not as like preschooly as I think a lot of people expected. No, I mean it's it's kind of on the level of like a like a Teen Titans Go. Yeah, I I would say it's maybe at about the the age level of what we're watching now on Robots in Disguise. Yeah. It's just pure humor versus being, you know, more action oriented. Right. It's, it's, there's 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 a lot I mean there is some action and yeah. I like the animation is pretty pleasing to the eye. It's yeah, it's really cute. Yes. It's really charming. So, so yeah, people should watch that. Watch it and then talk about it with me yes. on Twitter. <laughs> and to, to quote uh, Sprinkleberry Donut, bot bots. Bot bots. <laughs> bot bots. Also, everyone is on Twitter is very who has actually watched it is very excited about Frostferatu. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Speaking of this month's Patreon episode. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Jer- Jer- this this summer, Jared Leto is Frostferatu. Please, please no. <laughs> please no. All right. Having, having established that, because I feel like I must speak up in defense of my precious children, uh, I will cede the floor to David. Okay, yes, because it is now time for David's Tokusatsu Corner. Yes, this week on Gusei Sentai, Die Ranger! Well, one, it's been a while. It feels like a month since I've watched the show. Uh, this episode, uh, Prickly Maiden Hunt. This episode is weird now. Maiden hunts uh, are usually not a promising concept. No, prickly, prickly Maiden Hunt? That sounds like the last time I used a dating app. Oh! Yes. Uh, <laughs> admittedly, I, I say the word weird when talking about tokusatsu too much, but I like the word weird. It, it's a good way to say unusual, interesting. Admittedly, it's overly characterizing a show that's set in a different culture, so the connotations may be weird, but I like the word weird. But this episode is weird! Not in a good way. No, this episode is bizarre. It's more like it. That's a good one. I feel like there are definitely, like, gradients to words about people being peculiar or things yes. being peculiar. And I think eccentric is a good one, but I think bizarre is definitely when eccentric it's can have an like unwelcome... Positive attributes, usually, although it's usually used derogatorily. Bizarre means bizarre. Anyway, yes. it, it starts out weird because they have a man and his daughter driving into a gas station and on the radio is playing a song in English about smelling cigarettes. Sure. Why? I don't know. I don't know if this was an actual popular song or just background shit they found, but it's a weird way to start. They pull into the gas station. The gas station is a creepy guy who tries to abduct the daughter. What? Okay, this guy is the Cactus Gen- or General Cactus. And he's characterized uh, as what can kindly be called... Well, he's dressed in like 
camouflaged outfit with a hat, glasses, with a cigar, or, or no, a pipe or something. And nail polish, and he's a, a um, fey villain? Okay. Yay! In the normal sense, which, more often than not, especially when you do it in Tokusatsu sometimes, and old stuff, comes off as a gay pedophile. Oh, dear. Oh, no. I guess because so much of the series is about child endangerment. It's not like the, the early in the in the show it, it was more about like the bad guys have to abduct kids to perform a ceremony and it was more like like oh child endangerment in general like we got to perform a ritual to murder these children to do a thing. This guy's a little creepier in an unsettling way. <laughs> and 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 that's like just it. his shtick. <laughs> it's very annoying. And and then then we go to the Rangers and the Green Ranger, like oh, I forget how he even gets on the point. Oh no, because they go to the gas station where the girl was abducted or whatever. For some reason, the Rangers find it. I don't know why. And in the shop, the Green Ranger finds a cactus. It's like, and he's like, "Oh, this is a cactus I used to have." And then he goes into a flashback about finding a cactus in the middle of winter because he sees a a girl. Leaning over a pile of garbage, she disappears. She's a ghost. <laughs> and then there's a cactus there in the snow, as if it's a sad kitten in a cardboard box, but it's a cactus. <laughs> and then the ghost says, please raise this cactus right, and then he takes the cactus home. I would adopt the cactus. I would totally be like, it's okay. It's okay, little makes, cactus. He makes the flower bloom, and he leaves it on a porch, and then one day, the cactus runs away. <laughs> what the fuck? Not that it actually runs away. It's like, later in, in the episode, the general cactus reveals, I stole it away from you, because... Reasons. Because the cactus is a little girl, and, and I'm creepy, and fuck you. No. Ah... Uh, Anyway, of course, the, the, the man turns into a red cactus that shoots thorns. He's the monster of the week. And at some point, the Green Ranger... Oh, he goes to, like, a rock quarry with, with, with tractors and construction equipment and shit. And there's giant dolls that fight him. Okay. Admittedly, that's the kind of weird I like. Like, wacky shit just happens. Just random fight. That was good, but but dolls... It turns out, oh, this guy's been kidnapping children and turning them into literal dolls by putting them in outfits and wigs and they have to, the actress has to stand there in the background while he's being weird. Ah! Uh, oh, no. Anyway, yeah, so he, he the, the cactus bad guy has the cactus that the Green Ranger used to have, which is also this girl who appears in, like, in a white dress so she just look, kind of looks like a ghost. And... and he tries to save, the Green Ranger tries to save her, and, and then the, the cactus guy shoots cactus needles at both of them, killing the cactus girl ghost. But, but then the pot falls over, and then uh, one of the bad guy trio, Gara, shows up, and then makes this episode an environmental message. Okay. Like, she's complaining <laughs> about, like, the pollution and the carbon dioxide that humans have put in the atmosphere, and once you're all gone and dead, and the, the Earth's a greenhouse, it will once again be good and wonderful without people. And there's a, sh there's a shot wow. of a sad seal and, and dried fields, dead plants. It, it's like... It Damn. It, yes, it's, it goes it, hard. 
creepy pedophile cactus episode becomes environmental message episode out of nowhere, and then she steps on the potted cactus, destroying it, cracking the pot, killing the cactus, who's a little girl, ghost Eesh. girl. What? And then the other rangers throw up, and there's a monster fight. What? Oh, oh, and, and, and right after the, the monster becomes giant, like, the, the white ranger shows up because somebody remembered he's in this show. <laughs> Wait, the White Ranger is a guy? I guess sometimes the White Rangers are the guys. The White Ranger is the little kid. Yeah, this is... I feel like they're often girls. Well, this but... is the White This is the first American White Ranger who was Tommy. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. And you said he yes. was a kid. Love... So when He's they dubbed it... Well, when they kid. used the footage in the U.S., it was a little weird. Because he right. was a goofball. Which is weird because then they did that in a subsequent series. Uh, Power Rangers Turbo. Yeah, in a subsequent series, they made the Blue Ranger a kid who wasn't a kid in the Japanese version. But Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a kid here, and they took the idea that you choose the later, because they gave Tommy the White Ranger, because they wanted to keep him his actor around, and they've never gotten rid of him. <laughs> no, they will never be rid of him. He's the Stan Bush of Power <laughs> Rangers. Yeah, it, it, like, it's, it, it is nice that he likes to come back. But he's basically yes. built his career around that in a way. It's, is he still a ponytail? Probably. I would guess if he still has hair. <laughs> uh, anyway, this... I use weird too much, but this episode is weird and <laughs> creepy and I didn't like it. it. It sounds a little distressing, yeah. Yeah, it's it, like... It's probably not... I've seen, at this point, hundreds of episodes of Super Sentai now. It's not the worst episode, but it's up there. It's just like... <laughs> no, please. It's not good. No, it's not just, okay. Just, no, like, it's just bad. Too many things going on that I didn't like. And why <laughs> Why the sad seal picture? It, it's... <laughs> weird. You don't always need a sad seal. I mean, I like to see a fat tail. It's cute. It's, just, it's like it left sad. turn after commercial break into environmental message for a minute. <laughs> you didn't realize this was Captain Planet. Yeah. What is the bad guy making the speech? So that just makes it weirder. So does that mean that you shouldn't do that? So we should let the bad guys kill all of the humans <laughs> to fix the Earth? What? This is okay. some. This is confusing. I'm feeling very confused. Anyway, skip that episode. Okay. okay. Do not watch. All right. So that does it for us for this week. Uh, we will be back next week with more robots in disguise. Uh, but until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter. We're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes, as we have alluded to multiple times in this episode, uh, it you know it kind of sounds like. Morbius is is not living up to the high cinematic standards set by uh, Venom. Let there be carnage. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna skip that for now. Well, also we just like don't like Jared Leto for reasons that I've discovered recently. I mean, beyond so their normal reasons. reasons not to like Jared Leto. Turns out there are a whole He's lot of reasons not to like Jared. Leto. Creepy shit. Yeah. So instead, what we will be watching is all the way back into the 90s uh, for an episode of the Spider-Man animated series starring 
our good buddy, the vampire Morbius. Morbius, the living vampire. With all the weird safety requirements that, like, the, the weird editorial tampering that Fox placed on the series at the time. Yep. It's, uh, it's gonna be something. Which is, like, I'm, I'm, I think the thing that, that I was most aware of was how that, like, Batman the Animated Series had to have Robin be college age because they didn't want the child endangerment. But then by the end of the 90s, you have Digimon, which is just entirely child endangerment. And by then, uh, they went to a child run. Constant. Yes. Uh, which one yes. was it? Well, I, they, did they, I don't think they did that until he went to uh, CW. Or though. I guess it was WB at the time. Or the WB. Yes. Kids it, it WB, was when, yeah. When the animation style slightly changed. Right. Wait, was it renamed the Batman and Robin? Because that was, I think yeah, part of well, it was that, oh, well, it's on a different network, so we don't have to st- have the same, you know, editorial edicts. Right, no, they... So we can have a child Robin. Uh, well, the, the original Robin was Dick Grayson, and then when they moved to WB and became... When the art style shift happened, um, he became Nightwing, and he got a new Robin in the form of Tim Drake. Oh, okay, it was Tim Drake. I always forget yes. the other two, two, like the best, the best Robin. Robin. Yes, but I, I forget. I'm bad with their names because there's also there's the, the one no one liked in between. Uh, who Jason, wasn't in the cartoon. Jason, Jason Todd, they totally skipped. Yeah, uh, which is fine. <laughs> well, I don't think they had brought him back from no, the he was dead still yet dead in the, the comics anyway. Hmm. Yeah, but I dead. think they gave him some of uh, Jason Todd's backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there was some of that. So anyway, the the important thing is uh, the '90s Spider-Man had some uh, interesting things that they would and would not allow them to do with a vampire character that we will certainly have a lot of fun discussing. Also, his delightful yes. Accent. So uh, so in, so, but join us next time. We will be doing more robots in disguise, and when we find ourselves thinking with portals. Ooh. Until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I can't do a GLaDOS impression. I'm David. Watch BotBots. Watch BotBots. It needs a second season. It will get a second season. It's Netflix. It won't get a third.